0: Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies LLC, an SEC registered investment advisory firm. Johnson Wealth and Income Management and Sound Income Strategies LLC are not associated entities. Johnson Wealth and Income Management is a franchise of Retirement Income Source LLC. Retirement Income Source LLC and Sound Income Strategies LLC are associated entities.
1: located in Clear Lake and Humboldt, Iowa, serving clients in northern Iowa and southern Minnesota. Well, how are you today? I hope you're doing well. hope your family is doing well. I hope you're enjoying a little bit of time to yourself. Now, today, I want to forewarn you, this is going to be a very interesting show. We're going to be discussing something that I want you to know it's very unpopular. It is something that is extremely unpalatable. It is something that could actually cause you to get a bad case of nausea, and this is something that your first impulse is going to be to turn off the radio. That's right. I want you to know that. And yet, I know that you're going to be so riveted to the sound system that you're listening to right now, you're just not going to be able to peel yourself away from the radio. That's how good this topic is going to be today. You ready? You ready for this? We're going to be discussing the topic of life insurance. Oh, oh, see that? See that? You rolled your eyes, you rolled your window down, stuck your head out the window. I get it. I get it. Life insurance. Who wants to talk about life insurance? It's boring. No one wants to talk about life insurance. It's silly, right? Well, actually, it is silly. It's very silly. But life insurance is one of the things that so many of you own And so many of you also find it very daunting. You find it mysterious. And what's your number one complaint about your life insurance? When you think about the life insurance policy that you have, you think about the agent that sold the life insurance policy to you. You think about the company that you originally signed up for the life insurance from. What's your number one complaint? That's right. You don't ever hear from them, right? You don't hear from the guy or the gal that sold it to you. It's been forever. Well, there is so much to life insurance, but yet it is something that has long-lasting implications to you, to your family, to your spouse, to your children, and even your grandchildren. And so today, we're going to actually take some really basic and some very practical applications from life insurance, and hopefully this is going to help you understand what you have. It's going to help you understand what you need to be watchful for, because unfortunately, if you no longer have an insurance agent, you no longer have the original agent that wrote the policy to you, you have an agent, but he or she is not involved in that policy, guess where the burden of responsibility falls? And that's right. It's on you. It's on you. And I'm going to help you become a life insurance expert if I can. So first and foremost, maybe you don't even have life insurance and you're thinking, do I need life insurance? Well, you know, that's a big question that a lot of people have, and the reality is is that not everybody needs life insurance. That's the first thing. The second thing is, what's the best kind of life insurance? Well, it's the kind that's enforced when you die. I don't care what kind it is. It could be variable, it could be UL, it could be fixed, it could be whole life, it could be term insurance for all I care, it could be group life insurance, but the reality is, is that the best kind of life insurance to have is the kind that's enforced when you die because that's going to pay the death claim, or so we hope. But today there is an epidemic in our country of people that own life insurance, they pay life insurance premiums, and yet they have no clue, no understanding of what their life insurance policy is doing. Now, if you've been listening to this radio show for some time and you've got a burning question, I encourage you go to our website johnsonwim.com as in wealthincomemanagement.com, where you will be able to email us whatever questions that you have. If you send us a question, and it's something that I know that I can explicitly answer for you, and I can help give you a little bit of guidance, I'm willing to do that. So go ahead, go to our website, johnsonwim.com, and you'll be able to see previous radio shows. You'll be able to see TV interviews as well as our weekly YouTube videos that I record each week. And you'll be able to reach out to us personally. So let's get into it. Number one, life insurance is to either A be there for a period of time or life insurance is designed be to be there your entire lifetime. So what does that mean? It means that life insurance really comes in two flavors. Either it's going to come in the flavor of term insurance, which is only designed to be sold in a period of time. In other words, you've got 10 years of coverage, 15 years of coverage, 30 years of coverage or somewhere in between. Or it's going to be insurance that is designed to protect you your entire life and pay no matter when you die. Now, we're going to demystify that in a moment because there's a lot of people that expect their life insurance is going to be there their entire life. And unfortunately, they find out much too late that it's not. And so I'm going to help you avoid that major catastrophe. Number two, life insurance is your permission slip to spend your retirement. Let's face it, I told my kids a long time ago, that they're not getting my IRA, they're not getting my Roth. Those dollars are mine. Those pre-tax dollars are mine to spend. I saved them. I didn't pay the taxes on them. I will down the road. But when I die, I want them to get the legacy of my life insurance. And why is that? Because it's totally tax-free. It's totally tax-free to them. They don't have to worry about required minimum distributions. They don't have to worry about rollovers and all that jazz. Life insurance is a wonderful way of being able to leverage your retirement savings. You can take $300,000 of savings and turn it into $1.3 million if you know how to do it right with life insurance. So it's a wonderful way, and you don't have to be wealthy. You just have to be wise. So let's understand the fundamentals. If you're the individual that has a life insurance policy that is marked universal life, adjustable life, whole life, variable life, index life, those are generally going to be considered permanent life insurance policies. Your death benefit is going to come in one of two forms. It's either going to come in the form of level death benefit, L-E-V-E-L, level death benefit, or it's going to come in the form of increasing death benefit. Now, what's the difference? Well, generally speaking, I would say that the vast majority of policies that are in the world today that are permanent policies are going to be level death benefit policies. That means that they started their life at, say, $100,000 or quarter million dollars or a million dollars. And when you die, that's exactly the same amount that they're going to pay out. However, there is exceptions to the rule, and that's the increasing death benefit policy. And these are the ones that I want first and foremost for you to understand are the more expensive type of life insurance policies. You see, when you have a life insurance policy that's a permanent policy, as you pay premiums early on in the life of the policy, you're paying way more in premium than what the actual cost of life insurance actually is. And so if you're paying, say, $100, but the cost of insurance is only $20, that means that the remaining $80 of unused premium is going to something called cash value. And it's earning interest or it's being invested in the market. And so as a result, over the course of time, that cash value builds up. It accumulates, okay? Now, let's say you had a half-million-dollar life insurance policy and you had $200,000 of cash in it. You might think to yourself, when I die, the insurance company is going to pay out the half-million-dollars and they're going to pay out the $200,000 of cash to my family. My family is going to get $700,000. But nay, nay. That is not the case. The cash value is forfeited, and the insurance company keeps the cash value. Now, you see, this is one of the areas that I want you to be aware of. This is the reason why I do not agree with overfunding a life insurance policy. Because when you overfund a life insurance policy, you're simply reducing the liability for the company. Stop that. Stop doing that. It is unnecessary. Okay, I want that company to pay every red penny to my family, and I want to have minimum cash value in my life insurance policy, if at all possible. Now, let's say that we think about this option B. What is the option B? The option B, increasing death benefit, is the policy option in which the insurance company is going to pay Not only the death benefit of the policy, but they will then also pay the cash value. Now, these are policies that you have to be extremely careful of. Because if you have one of these policies, though it started out very inexpensively for you, and you may be in a position where the premium you're paying into that policy is still the same today as it always was, what I will assure you is happening is the cost of insurance inside that permanent increasing death benefit policy is increasing exponentially. If you're a man and you've made it to the age of 60, your cost of insurance is drastically higher today than the cost of insurance when you first bought the policy. And you see, the reason for that is that the insurance company has 100% pure liability. That means that when you die, they have to pay the death benefit plus all the cash. They have to forfeit the cash. They have to pay out all that cash value. So the only time that they're making, hey, the only time that they're making profitability off from that policy is while you're alive. So what do you think that they're going to do to your cost of insurance while you're alive? That's right. They're going to get as much juice squeezed out of you as is possible. And you see, agents have pitch their clients on these option B increasing death benefit policies saying how good it was going to be. They were going to be able to take out all this cash value later on down the road when in reality they forgot to tell the dirty little secret, which is that the cost of insurance will become so high, it will become so massive that it will start cannibalizing the cash value inside. That's right. You can lose your cash value inside these policies. So if you have a life insurance policy, it's a permanent policy. It's got cash value in the policy. Remember that the cash value of your life insurance contract is its lifeblood. Your premium may be staying the same from what it was when you first bought it and you've stayed faithful to that. But the cash value can be bleeding out inside that policy. And here's what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen, because I do this every single week with at least one person. I'm meeting with them and I'm sharing with them that the policy that they thought was permanent wasn't. That means that if they run out of cash value and they haven't died yet, now the policy can die before they do. And what kind of a shaft does that feel like? When you've paid thinking you were going to have life insurance that was going to last the rest of your life, And now it's not because the cash value of the policy has been taken by the insurance company. So if you're thinking, you know, that really does make sense, or if you have questions about today's discussion, I'm going to encourage you to reach out to me. Call our office at 866-290-3837. My staff will put together some educational materials that I know will be of value to you, and we'll email them to you or we'll mail them if you prefer. If you have questions, we will do our best to answer them for you. Take the first step. Reach out at 866-290-3837. Again, that's 866-290-3837. Now, I'm going to take just a moment to help give you some technical language that you need to know so that you can do your own due diligence on your policy and know exactly how long your policy is going to last. Sit tight. You don't want to miss this next section. We'll be right back.
2: You're locked on to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson. Have you missed any of today's program? No problem. You can hear all of our shows online anytime, 24 7 at JohnsonWIM.com.
0: That's JohnsonWIM.com. With lingering inflation and high interest rates, things are really expensive. For Americans here and abroad, times are tough. I think it was Ben Franklin who said, a penny saved is a penny earned. And with that in mind, we'd like to offer to you something that can help. It's our year-end financial checklist. This year-end checklist will help you with things like a real risk assessment, catch-up contributions, anyone? Your charitable giving. Don't forget those RMDs, saving on taxes, and so much more. We can drop it in the mail or send it by email. Whatever's best for you. For your 2023 updated year-end financial checklist, simply reach out to the show. Call Johnson Wealth
2: and Income Management at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. Time now for more The Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson.
1: And welcome back to the second half of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management, a retirement income source located in Clear Lake and Humboldt, Iowa, serving clients in northern Iowa and southern Minnesota. Well, if you're just joining us today, we are discussing life insurance. That's right. In particular, the life insurance pickle. And what do we mean by the life insurance pickle? Well, all too often, all across the United States today, we have people that are aging. They're getting older. They have life insurance. And yet they've lost their agent. Their agent has retired. Their agent's gone out of business. Their agent has moved on to other places. Their life insurance company that they originally bought the policy from has changed 16 times, and you just feel like you're in a bit of a pickle. You have no idea, no resource whatsoever. And so the reality is, is that we have to be diligent about our own life insurance policies because in many respects, if our agent is gone, that means that we are dealing directly with the insurance company. Now, if you'll miss the first half of the program, remember that we host these radio shows on our website. I encourage you to go to the website johnsonwim.com, where you can see and re-listen to all of the previous radio shows. And if you got life insurance, I encourage you, if you miss the first half, go back and listen to the first half. So let's pick up where we left off. We understood that there's permanent life insurance policies. They can be called any number of different things. Adjustable life, universal life, whole life, variable life, index life. But we learned that death benefit can come in two different forms, either level, which means that the death benefit stays the same, and when we die, if we have cash value in our policy, the cash value is forfeited, the company keeps that, they pay the death claim. We also learned that there is increasing death benefit policies out there, often called increasing or option B policies. And these are policies that the insurance company has to pay both the death benefit as well as the cash when we die. Now, that sounds great. But the reality is, is that little do we know that we're potentially losing and just bleeding money, cash value, all over the place inside that policy. In other words, the only time that the company is making money is while we're alive. So the cost of insurance is double, sometimes triple, what the cost will be for a level death benefit. And this is especially true as we age and we get older. Because they know we're getting closer to death, they exponentially increase the cost of insurance inside, and if we're not paying attention, all of a sudden the cash value is bleeding. Now, why is the cash value so important? Well, the cash value is important because on permanent policies, whether we have level or whether we have an increasing death benefit that pays cash value plus death benefit, the cost of insurance internally on all life insurance policies go up. And this is a real problem. This is an epidemic in our country where life insurance agents sold life insurance policies years, decades ago in a higher interest rate environment. And over the course of time, we have seen the interest rates decline. Now, today, we have higher interest rates than we've seen in very long time. But the reality is, is that life insurance companies don't move that quickly. They're not like a bank. And so interest rates are up, but that doesn't mean that our life insurance policy is paying us better interest. And so as a result, because we have seen declining interest rates on the life insurance contract that we've owned, our life insurance cash value has not grown to the extent that it was originally illustrated. It was originally proposed to have grown. And so as a result, we get to a point in our life where we thought we should be able to stop paying premiums. And we find out we can't because the cost of insurance has now grown too much. So what does that do? It jeopardizes how long our policy may end up lasting us. Well, wait a minute, Matthew, though. I thought you said that life insurance, permanent life insurance covers me for my entire life. Well, it should, but it doesn't always. You see, because eventually where you started the policy and you were paying $100 a month, but the insurance cost was only 20 now it's the other way around. Now the cost of insurance is 180 and you're still only paying 100 So where's that other $80 coming from? Well, it's coming from the cash value of your policy. So this now generates a bit of a pickle for a person where their life insurance isn't likely to last as long as they do. So what does that mean to us? Well, number one, we've got to find out the health of your policy. How do you do that if you're just a single person How do you do that yourself? Well, take note, because what's going to happen is you're going to need to figure out the name of the insurance company. Now, if you don't know the name of the insurance company or if it's changed so many times, you can contact the Iowa Insurance Commissioner, the Minnesota Insurance Commissioner, the Missouri Insurance Commissioner, wherever you live. And you can say, this is the company that I had way long ago. Who owns that company now? And guess what? They're going to be able to know who you need to call. But you're going to call them, and what you're going to do is you're going to order something called an in-force illustration. Now, what is an in-force illustration? Well, I want you to consider the in-force illustration as like an EKG for your heart. What it's going to do is it's going to force the insurance company to project into the future based upon today's cost of insurance and based upon today's interest rates and the premium that you pay, how long your policy is expected to last. Now, what is that going to tell you? Well, let's say that everybody in your side of the family lasts until their mid-90s. And all of a sudden, you get the results of the in-force illustration back from the insurance company, and you find out that your life insurance policy is going to peter out and terminate at the age of 83. That's a concern to you, especially if you've paid premiums all of these years, expecting that the policy would pay when you eventually die. So you see, an in-force illustration helps a person identify if they're paying enough premium. Now, let's look at this from the opposite perspective. Let's say that you're one of these individuals who you got talked into overfunding your life insurance. In other words, you were talked into paying maybe tens of thousands of dollars of premium into your life insurance policy. You've built up maybe tens of thousands or maybe even hundreds of thousands of cash value in your own life insurance policy. What does this mean for you? What it means is that you could be overpaying. And remember, if we're involved in a policy that is a level death benefit, that pays death benefit, but not cash value, We want to be extremely careful of overfunding a policy. Why? Because every dollar of cash value that we grow by within our contract, we are reducing the future liability on our life insurance policy. So what does this mean? Well, it could be a massive opportunity for you. Maybe you have a policy that is overfunded with lots of cash value. Maybe you have multiple different life insurance policies you may be missing an opportunity to exponentially increase the amount of death benefit that you could be providing your family. In other words, realize that today life insurance companies and policies are built more leanly. They are built with greater efficiency, with lower cost of insurance. It's one of the only things that I've seen in life that has actually decreased in cost. And what this means is that almost every week I have a person that I get to meet with that they may have two or three policies that they bought 20 years ago, 25 years ago, 30 years ago, or more. They've got all this cash value, and what we find is if they simply pursue buying new life insurance by doing a tax-free transfer of the cash from the old one or ones into the new one, where they were maybe covered for $150,000 of death benefit, Now they can increase a death benefit to $200,000 to $250,000 to $300,000. And better yet, they may be in a position where if they're paying premiums on their policies today, that new life insurance policy won't even require them to pay a policy premium. In other words, they've built up so much cash value in the existing contracts that the new contract says, that's enough. You don't need to pay us anything because we will simply use the cash value that you've transferred into the new contract to pay it for the remainder of your life. Do you see the benefit of that in-force illustration? This opens up a world of opportunities for you. It tells you the health of your policy, but then it gives you something to work with where if you sit down with a fiduciary, you sit down with a person who knows life insurance, who takes it seriously, you may be able to exponentially increase the legacy that you leave to your spouse and to your children if you're healthy enough to get through underwriting. So if some part of today's discussion really resonated with you and you have questions about today's discussion, you have questions that you want to have answered with regards to something that we discussed, I'm going to encourage you, do the right thing and reach out to me at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, I will do my very best to spend a few moments to answer those questions for you. So take the first step. Reach out to us at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Now, what's another thing that I want to forewarn you about? That's beneficiaries. If you've had life insurance policies, collecting dust in the drawer or the safety deposit box, I need you to do something for me and for your family. I need you to check out the beneficiary designations because guess what? People die, people get married, people change their names, people get divorced, people fall out of love. These are things that you may have forgotten that you did and be forewarned that beneficiary designations supersede a will. So whatever you have listed on that life insurance contract that says this money goes to thus and such, it will go to thus and such, regardless of whether you like that person or are related to that person anymore or not. It doesn't matter what you changed your will or your trust to read. That life insurance beneficiary will supersede your will. So get it checked out. What's another area? What if you're divorced? This is a big deal because that divorce decree may have had some prerequisites in there that you would keep life insurance on your life. It may say that the ex-spouse has to keep life insurance on you or on their life? Well, these are things that you have to stay up on because what if the life insurance that that ex-husband had on himself for your benefit and that you're paying for, what if it's term insurance and it terminates and runs out before he does? That could be a major issue to you. Okay, What if he had to keep life insurance but he's the premium payer. Now, that's generally not the way that it works, but what if it did? Do you see the ramifications? So doing a life insurance audit, knowing what you have, having an expert, a professional, a financial advisor, a fiduciary, help you look over your life insurance, annual statements, look over your contracts, getting those enforce illustrations ordered from the company, and having someone articulate that to you and define it, So that you understand what you're looking at can save you loads of hardship and headaches down the road. Well, I told you it was going to be riveting. I told you life insurance is exciting, right? Not really. But it is an important component of your overall well-being financially in retirement. So do your due diligence. Ask plenty of questions. Get with someone who knows life insurance, who's willing to help you with it, so that you can get what you deserve. I'm Matthew Johnson. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, it's up to you to make today a great day.
2: That's all the time we have for today. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew off the air, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Capitalized Life and Retirement program with Matthew Johnson.